1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Resource Real Talk about real estate. I'm Gabe Pruitt. And I'm Jay Pitts. And today we're doing something a little bit different, Jay. Today, for the first time ever, we actually have an
0: in-studio guest for our episode today. Absolutely. I mean, it, I, I couldn't be more excited, honestly. Like, we've been doing the phone interviews. We're 30-some-odd episodes deep into the show. And uh, we, we're now bringing... We're, we're becoming a trio of There you sorts. go. Yeah. So, um let me introduce today's guest we're We're blessed to have him in in studio with us mm-hmm. if you call it a studio. I think it's kind of a cool studio um a gentleman that that I have come to know through you know a coaching organization that I'm a part of, different mastermind groups and such and got the opportunity to spend some time with Mr. John wentworth the third John, thank you for joining us. You got it, brother. thank you for having me okay now I'm gonna do my best to make you blush okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> read some of these I'm gonna read some of this byline that I've got here so John John uh is from michigan he's a a team leader uh from michigan a, a prolific team in 2017 sold 360 homes for a hundred million dollars so I, bravo right i, I there. wish
2: each of those 360 cost a
0: oh no of course of course and, <laughs> and and well that would be obscene but yes um for a total of 100 million in sales volume number one team in in the remax of michigan region uh, you know, creator of the Went and Worth It video feature, he where he goes out and interviews local businesses and business owners, and that's supports lo- Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I no can doubt. guarantee it, man. I, I, I literally, Gabe can attest. I saw your episode at the gym. Uh, what's the name of the gym? Um, Powerhouse. Power. Oh, that's how you me that. That's right. I sent Gabe the video, and I go this. That yeah. was it. This yeah. exclamation point. So uh, went and worth it. Thoroughbred podcast, a newer venture for you getting into the world of podcasting. Second episode dropping today. Yep. Second one's dropping today. And uh, yeah, definitely a new
2: adventure. Uh, we'll see where that leads. But like you, right? Just a lot of great content to share with people. So Absolutely. excited for that.
0: Absolutely. So so you can find that at Thoroughbred Podcast. Dot .com you can also find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, the Apple Podcast app if you're an iPhone user. And we'll drop a link to it in the notes today Absolutely. Too. We'll have we'll have links to all John's stuff um, in our in our show notes on the website which you can obviously always find at resourcepodcast.net. Um so John, I, I mean let's just let's just keep it conversational. You know, um, I, I think, you know, as, as I sit here and I look over and I see your, your shirt, one team, one dream. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I've, not, yeah. I've actually seen, I think actually you wore that at agent 2021. I wear this often and so, I did
2: wear it at agent 2021.
0: Yeah. So, so John, uh, you've heard me speak and Gabe and I kind of uh, wax poetic about, you know, content marketing and things that we've learned and Gary Vaynerchuk and this and that and the other, but John was with me in Miami, uh, in January to hear Gary speak and, and, and a group of speakers that, um, really brought a lot of attention to content marketing, but that's just it, what you said before having something to say. And, and I think, The reason I really wanted to have you on the podcast is I've I've, I was wondering, so I'm I'm ready to hear. (laughs) No, I really
2: no. It's just. Um. By the way, thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. I had nothing else to do, so I drove to Kentucky to be on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited that just someone wanted to listen
0: to me. We 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 are we're honored that you made the trip. I I think you might have had some other business, but that's okay. We'll 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 uh, we'll settle for. For at, for being um, a stop along the way, that that is definitely something that you've honored us with. So, no, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so so what what stri- what strikes me about you? Number one is just genuineness, um, and, and I mean that in all sincerity. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. Um, I think you you seem to have impact on the people that I know are very, um, you know, very adept at what they do, and to be able to have impact on that audience, it says something special about you. Um, I know that your team, um, in my experience, and you've actually, we've actually conversed. I've spoken to some of your team members and such that they seem to have just a hundred percent belief and in, in, the vision and the way that you're leading them. And so I actually heard something the other day, which was really, really super interesting. And it's, you know, part of the, the 5am club where, you know, the, the point that really resonated with me is this, if you can't articulate your vision to your team, how can you expect them to articulate theirs to you? Right. And so, um, you know, I, I had every intention of bringing this up here on this podcast as we discussed, but I mean, really, I guess just a broad question. how How do you make such a compelling message to your team that gets them to follow you in the way that they do? Well, you know, first that those are the things that make me blush right not the
2: stats but when you when you tell me that i'm genuine because that's who i am and who i intend to be and i'm just a big i'm i'm very compassionate towards people sure um and and maybe that's part of you know what what allows us to to lead that team and and for them to you know to to have the buy-in that they do right um and through this week has never been more um transparent than how strong our team is you know monday uh, and we talked about whether we talk about this or not, but, you know, Monday, um, my, our manager came into my office, 1030 and said, uh, you know, it's been really great having you here, um, but I'm giving you your 48 hour notice. Oh, wow. And so in that moment, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, thank you. Now get out so I can get busy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've got, you know, we've got 25, 26 people on our team, which means when you add the numbers with spouses and children, that's a lot of people. Absolutely. And, uh, and so, you know, going down this road of this conversation in that moment, you know, I, I called Jen and I said, my wife, Jennifer, who's here with us, I called Jen. And I said, are you at home? And she said, yeah, why? What's up? I said, I'll be there in a minute. What's up. I said, I'll be there in a minute. And she didn't ask again. Cause she knew not, she didn't know what happened, but she knew that I was, you know, something was up. Sure. And I went home and I said to her and I said, uh, you know, I just got released. She's like, what do you mean? I said, I got a 48 hour notice. And she said, "Are we going to be okay?" And I said, "You're damn right we are." And took her hand. We went back to the office, called in a meeting on the sales floor, and uh, you know, and shared it with the entire team. And you know, that's that's kind of a scary moment, right? Because so
0: so to be clear, this this was the broker manager at the brokerage you're working at, Um, the manager of the brokerage, the manager of the brokerage. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so so they're cutting you loose. Which I mean, we heard the stats. Yeah, like I, I. I actually don't, I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, I mean, I'm a broker owner here and hundred million in sales. Like, I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty serious. Not typically the type of person to so fire. Yeah.
2: I think, I think when you challenge the status quo, yeah. right, people don't love that. Sure. And, and And I do that, you know, sure. and, I, and I always am because I think that real estate can be so much better than it is. You know, when I got in the industry initially, my goal was to change people's perspective of the industry. And uh, and I know that we've done that with our team, but I still see throughout, you know, all over the country. I mean, it's like anything else. There are very good school teachers and there are some that maybe aren't so good. And and it ha- it's on every level of every professionalism, um, but I can affect and, and have change in ours. Right. And so, you know, I grabbed Jen by the hand. We drove to the office and she stood next to me. You know to share with all these people and uh, and the support was just amazing. Right. And, and this, you know, I mean, like I'm worried what the reaction is going to be, but the reaction was they were cheering. They were excited. They were happy. And, and in that moment, you realize just how, just how much you're trusted and just how much, you know, people believe in you and they believe in each other. Also, it's not just about me. I mean, that's the thing with our team. I'm not the only leader. They're all no. leaders in their own fashion. And I think you have to let them do that. You know, you've got to be able to do that. And so, you know, it was uh, in in forty eight hours. I think we did most. We did m- more things than most people could do in forty eight days. Yeah. I mean, literally, from being let go to um, ha- being up and running in the MLS within forty eight hours under mm-hmm. the new brokerage. And through that, everybody stayed on the team. And mind you, the guy that that uh, let me go started trying to recruit our people, of course, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is, you know. Which is great because now it's fair game. But um, <laughs> I'm super excited for it because I know that uh, everyone has always asked me, when are you leaving? When are you leaving? When are you leaving? And I said, you know, when the time is right. I never wanted to leave out of ego. right? Right? I think too often you know, people want to, our names become our brands. Sure. Right? And, uh, and it just is what it is. And so I think too often people want to throw their name up on a big plaque and say, I own a business and I'm yeah. by myself. And I never wanted to do that. I, I in fact, shied from that. You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm super excited for it. The timing was right because it had to be. And, you know, we get comfortable a little bit too, right? And I've been, you know, I mean, we're still selling a lot of real estate, but you get comfortable oh, absolutely. and I'm out of my comfort zone and that's a scary thing for everyone around me in wow. a positive way, you know?
0: Well, I, and there's several things that, that really struck me there and I, you know, it's, you get 26 team members, right? And, and, uh, S- with staff and agents, with staff and agents. Yeah. So, you know, we're at fourteen agents, um, four staff on the team only, so we're about eighteen. But you know, the brokers we're at about you know thirty five, forty with the property management company, probably close to fifty people. Okay, right. And we're where it we're really we're really hit me, and you know, when you said that, you know, standing in front of them, mm-hmm. delivering the news, right, that you probably didn't want to have to deliver. I'm hearing that, and that the hair on my arms oh. is standing <laughs> up. And I, you know, I, I haven't yet been. In, That position where I had to address them in such a serious manner, but you know I have moments. I have moments where they all look to me for an answer, and I I tell you, when it really resonated this year, when we had our holiday party and we had experienced such growth in the past year, yeah. And I and I I stood there in the same room that we were in the year before, and I stand up to address the group. And last year, the 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 room is half empty, and this year, standing room. People are spilling out into the hall, and uh, I realized, wow. You know, this is something special. Yes. Okay. And these people, and and see, and there's something about the spouses, and some of them had kids, and sure. some of the, you know, and seeing all the ripple effect impact that is there, um, the people that you don't see every day that your d- decisions indirectly affect. Right. Exactly. And uh, that that's just really awesome. And that honestly, in a nutshell, man, that's that's exactly why I wanted you here because I wanted our listeners to be able to hear that. Um, and well, I and didn't you not.
2: didn't know about the, the I didn't. about that happening until so you got it. Right? Yeah, so I mean, literally,
0: you know, it was. It's
2: just again, it's the right timing because, and you know, my belief is that the Lord, the Lord defines my path, right? Sure. And I can either listen or I cannot. And and right. uh, you know, when I said people, when are you going to leave? When are you going to leave? I said when the time is right. And you know, I think that God said, you know, John, you've got a lot of things going in the right direction right now, and just gave me that push. Just go on, keep going. You, you got to get going. And so I'm, I'm, you know, never a moment was I, someone said to me, are you scared? And I said, well, it's kind of scary, but I'm not afraid. Right. Right. In fact, the opposite. I mean, I've been so flipping fired up. I, I've barely slept the last four weeks <laughs> or the last four days, not because I'm in bed worrying, because I'm like, okay, I need sunlight so
0: I can go do the next thing. Yeah. You know, so it's been awesome. Um, I'm super excited for it. Now that's, that's really good, man. And you know, I get, I get similar questions, you know, I mean, I'm a REMAX broker owner here and, and you know, we get questions all the time. Well, you know, especially in our circles, right? Like, like there's all these impressive people, all these people that have done all these things and all different, like diverse backgrounds and, you know, theories about how the business should be done. And, You know, some people are extremely passionate about brand building, right? Sure. And, you know, my brand building happens at the team level. Like, I let Remax take care of my brokerage brand. Right. And, but even then, we're trying to take our own little spin on what Remax is. I mean, I've made no secret about the fact that I'm literally 25 years younger than the the next, next, well, no, the next Remax broker in town. Right. Hmm. So we are different than all other Remax offices in this market, and I intend to be. But at the same time, um, I think that's what happens. When you have success, people Hmm. wonder when you're going to level up. Right, They wonder when you're going to make it more about you, but that doesn't sound like what you're doing here. No, I mean, and that goes back to, you know, I've always, look, I mean, for the last three years,
2: people have been asking me this, and we probably could have done it at any time, but it, I never wanted to do it out of ego. I don't do anything out of ego, you know, and that doesn't mean you can't carry a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, right? Sure. But but it's not about me. It's about the team, and and it always will be, and I that goes back to, to being able to go through these last four days and, you know, I mean one of the guys was offered 100% for free for life. And he didn't leave.
0: No, and that, so, that, that's special right there.
2: And that's one of the things that I want to
1: focus on for a second, because maybe one of the most remarkable parts about that story that can be easy to glaze over is, like you mentioned, you were scared to tell them all the news, but you've got an entire group of people who are probably really scared too, and yet all of them trusted you enough in that yes. moment to follow you. I don't think that happened then. There had to be something that happened before oh, that sure. established that trust. What kind of things do you, did you
2: do to make your team trust you enough to do something like that. Well, I I think that goes back to, you know, just, just working uh, out of a position of truth, you know, and, and just always doing what you think is right instead of what's right now, you know? And, and that's, I mean, that's our business as a whole, right? I think that integrity, um, first of all, I think you have to lead with your heart. If you're leading with numbers, then you know it's going to catch up to you. You've got to lead with your heart, and and if you're passionate about something, generally you do right? right. And I'm passionate about people. I mean, that's my passion, right? That's why I hug everybody because I love people. Um, I'm very compassionate about people because of the the shit that I've endured in my life. You know, especially in my childhood, and it, it leads me to understand that everybody has a story, right? right. Everybody has pains. Everybody has you know dreams. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we're all the same. Yeah. And and so I just so being compassionate towards people, I think, is probably the main thing in that, you know, where that trust begins, because um, we're very transparent in what we do. Um, I'm always trying to involve my team with me, you know, like when when we go um, on trips, I want my team there because they're, you know, and there is a fine line. Right. I mean, my heart is my place of genius, but also my heart can can get in the way a little bit. Right, Uh, but I'd rather I'd rather it be that way any day of the week than than leading with you know numbers and profit and whatever that is because I think uh, that would not have got our team through. You know, there's there's never been enough money to keep a relationship together, and that goes back to splits, right? I mean, same thing. There's never enough money to keep a relationship together, and you can go down that road and chase money, but it it, it, but it, it doesn't provide any guarantee of anything. So I think just being honest, just being genuine loving truly loving people like you know our our office every day I walk in that door and I go hug every single person hmm. and uh you know saying that makes me emotional because I don't think about doing that I just do it yeah that's just who I am and and
0: you know so I think that's the core of it well Gabe and I think exactly I mean, everything John said is, is right on point because it's not one thing. It's not a couple things that he does to build that trust. It's everything that he does. Sure. It's the way he approaches every single situation. Like, and that's something that you have or you don't have. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the best leaders, I believe, of course they're honed, they're trained, they're, you know, perfected, right? With, with experience and trials and tribulations. But I think, I honestly believe the best leaders are born. Um, and and truthfully, like you can't fake that. Like you can't no, fake caring no, about somebody. No. Yeah, you can't. And and you know, genu- gen- genuinely, just being able to express your emotion in a way that's positive and productive that leads people where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I've I've um, I often say, John, and you may not know this about me, man, but uh, like my my career is a tale of two teams. Okay, and I haven't even really shared it on the podcast much, but Gabe was around for this in twenty fifteen. 2015 was my best year ever, okay? And it was also the year that we opened this company. And we did 370 deals. Um, and I had a senior a senior group, right? An experienced group. Now, right. you may have heard along the line somewhere that I, I was listed and sold a ton of bank foreclosures. I right. did. That was the early right. part of my career. And that progressed and progressed and progressed. And as that business was backsliding, we surged on the regular stuff. And I had, you know, six agents that did 40-plus deals a piece right. and I did 120 myself, right. And we and we literally, with like six or seven agents, did 375 deals for and crushed it. And, you know, Kentucky, our sales price is a little lower than yours, and especially back then. Well, what is your average sales price? Average sales price here is 180. Okay, what is um, your team's average sales team price? Team average is slightly above 200. We're at, we're at 280 for last year, okay? So, so a little so bit, a little bit, a little yeah. bit more. Back then, it was, it was even lower. Louisville has sharply inclined in prices over the last five years. Um, back then, it was about 120. Okay, with the bank foreclosure right, kind of dragging right. it down a little bit, but um, you know, essentially, I, I was an inexperienced leader, and I led with heart. Right, I right. believe I did that, and I honestly, and I think you said this: your heart can lead you to a place where you believe all motives are pure around you, and you can be taken advantage of, and and that's happened. Sure. You know, it happens to sure. every leader. But like you said, I'd rather be that guy, yes, than the one who's who, who is playing defense. No doubt about it. So, um, you know, since then, we've been rebuilding the team. Yeah. We've been rebuilding, and we're getting to a place where um, 2018 looks to be the best year we've ever had, and it's, and it's phenomenal and fantastic, and stuff like, you know, this podcast and being able to share, you know, my voice has really yeah. helped that. You've got a great voice on here, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> people, people make fun of my laugh a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> At least maybe that's just my wife. <laughs> the look, anyway. No, I can't get her to listen. I don't know about that. Anyway, she <laughs> hears enough that she, she she does right. She does. I'll ask
2: Jenna. Like, did you watch the last one worth it? No, no. <laughs> I no. haven't
0: seen it yet. No. It's, well, it's um, been out a month. <laughs> is that gonna happen? No. I I just that, again that's what struck me. Genuineness, well, thank leading you. with the heart. Thank you. Um, you know, I can imagine that those people would do a lot for you as I would for them. And I think that's the parallel, right? Is that right. I don't ask them to do anything I wouldn't do, but you wouldn't ask anything unreasonable either. And I think they know that true, you know, yeah. they know that anything and can trust trust being the operative word, right? Sure. That anything you ask has a, has a, has a purpose. Yeah. There, there's, there's a why behind it and they may not understand it. They may not need to, you may not even tell them, but well, they'll still do that's
2: it. that's like the shirt, you know, um, somebody on our team's one, one day asked me, well, what does one team, one dream mean? And I said, you know, it's funny you ask that because when people ask me that in public, I say to them, whatever your dream is, it's not about me. The shirt isn't about me. It's about the, the team and whatever their dream is. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's 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 really fun to wear this shirt because people inquire a lot and people, yeah. because I feel like, and I, look, we were at a conference with Tom Ferry. Yeah. And he said, write down your motto for 2018. And yeah. Todd Ward, my brother on our team, instantly wrote down one, tri- one team, one dream, and he slid it over. He said, What do you think? I said,
0: I love it. Do it. That's it. Yeah.
2: Next thing I knew, we had t shirts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that, that was totally awesome. We got to do t shirts. Right team, right time is ours. I love it. Yeah. So I love so it. So we got to go. we 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 do t shirts now. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't thought of this. Yet. <laughs> Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Marcy. There you go. Marcy, if you're listening,
2: but people will stop me anywhere and or and say, "I love that shirt." Yeah. And so what I realized is it's really about their dream, not mine. You know. And so it's, it, people ask me, "What are my goals?" Right. And and I went through that period where I was always creating these goals and sell this and sell that. And really now my goals are the success of
0: the agents on the team, yeah.
2: and that's all that matters. You know, well, you
0: win. Yeah, I we mean, all win. Y- you don't have to focus on winning. When you're helping someone else win. Exactly. So so I say a lot of the time, bigger bigger pie, smaller piece, mm. right? That's my goal. That's my vision. Somebody asked the vision, and, and I need to I need to convey the vision in right. short words. Bigger pie, smaller piece. I like Basically, it. Basically, that just simply means that my smaller fraction of that larger pie is more than I had before. Yep. Okay? And I get to impact the lives of more mm-hmm. people doing it. Um, and honestly, like, nothing makes me happier. People ask how well we do. I quote, I've got this many Platinum Club agents that are on my team. i got right. this many 100% Club agents. It's not about me. Right. Um, it's about them. But that, that that's really cool. And that shines
2: through, which is why we sit here today. Because we go on these conferences, right? And, you know, Tom Ferry and, and all the other things we do, we meet hundreds of people. Sure. And then there are always a few that gravitate towards each other, right? And, and I mean, so you look, uh, you and I, and Dustin, and uh, Jason Will, and you know, just yeah. the people that kind of have our same mindset and our same beliefs. Yeah. It's not about the numbers, it's about the people. Well, I'm glad you said something about gravitating towards each other, right? I mean, it sounds like you have a very
1: special team based on the way that you're mm-hmm. talking about them. But how, how difficult is it to find a, a group of people, and I don't know if it's just you, or if it has something to do with these people that all think and, and feel and And have the same kind of direction as each other. It sounds like you have a group that maybe they happened over time, but their company culture sounds like everyone is on the same page about John coming in the office and hugging everybody each morning. (laughs) I mean, it becomes hard to have this team vision, I'm sure, if you've got half of your people that are bought in and half of your people that are on the fence. So
2: when does that happen and how does that happen? I think it happens before they even are on the team. You know, I think that's just who I am in the community. And uh, we, you know, we don't, we don't recruit based on, oh man, they sold a bunch of homes. Let's get them on our team. Mm-hmm. We recruit based on, like, my first attribute is our this is the same in life, though, right? It's the same life principle. Someone would say, oh, yeah, that's so and so. Have you ever met him? I'm like, no. Oh, he's got all kinds of money. And I say, I don't give a shit. Is he a good person? <laughs> That's all I care about. And so that's kind of how we hire. Are they good people, first and foremost? And can we have an impact on them? And then the other thing that I've been, you know, over the last six, eight months really focused on, and and you could say this wrong and it and it sound a little conceited, but it certainly is not, is that there's only two kinds of people I want in my life. And it's people that can I can positively impact and people that can positively impact me. Absolutely. And it's not because I need a handout. I just i need growth i you know i want to surround myself with people that i can grow you know as a person with um, but i also want to be able to impact others and so you know i've got have got a, a very 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 big broad circle but really behind the scenes it's very tight and i have you know i've got 3 4 5 people that would die for me literally
0: and i would do the same for them well, I mean, I was always told that you can count the number of people on one hand that will truly be there for you when all else fails. No, one one hand or less, and I think if you can fill one hand, you're pretty lucky. Yeah, you know, and and I don't doubt that, John. I really don't doubt that about you. Um, you know, because I believe that I believe that you give them the same thing in return. The the um,
2: you know you say that and it just brings tears to my eyes because you know we talk about one you know those number of people on one hand and here 25 just followed me, you know, in the most yeah.
0: crazy change in their lives. The, I, no, I get it. I get it. Like, like off the year that you just had, that your team just had, they got turned upside down and they, they're still following you. That's mm-hmm. important. That's impactful. Um, well, I think they believe too, that we're onto bigger and better things. This is I not don't, a setback. This is a set forward. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't doubt that a bit, you know? Um, and, and the funny thing, the funny thing that you mentioned now, you know, kind of reflecting upon that comment with 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 our own team, and Gabe Gabe is one of the few people that's seen that's seen both teams, right? Okay, right. Gabe is one of the few people both and he, brokerages. Even. And he was new. He was new then. Yeah. Um. So it may not make a ton of ton of sense to him, but the truth is, is the people that are still here with us from then it just shows it shows, you know, there were people that chose to view it as a setback and there were others that chose to view it as a set forward. And the ones that were here then that are still here now are the ones on the front line preaching the, the, you know, the best things about us, luring other people in. And, And that's actually a great segue because now that, you're, you're, move, you're moved forward yep. into this new direction. Okay, you've always been in charge of recruiting to your team, and now the new brokerage may just be your team, right? That may be the, yep. Yep. the, the model. um, But I think it has to be because for
2: us, in the position we're in now, it – well, not now, but we're, what we've created it has to stay that, and that's what keeps it cohesive. Because I think that for us to try to, you know, we know there are other models, right? Uh, I just don't think that that would work for us. Yeah,
0: no, and that and that and that's that's perfect. So, do you view the move, the transition, as an invitation to lead, inspire, attract, whatever word you want to choose for it, more? Oh, or do
2: you just keep doing what you've been doing? No, I keep doing what I've been doing, but I mean, you know, I've never really focused on recruiting, um, and I, and I did a little bit, um, like through the, through the winter months, um, you know, I, I put a little bit of effort into it and, uh, kind of opened up our doors to, to people that we normally would not, you know, it's funny because I, I just go right. And, and inside of going, I block out noise and, you know, and so people go. Oh, he doesn't even talk to anybody at the office. Well, no, I'm not standing over the coffee machine talking. I'm working. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but but now it's like, okay, let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about how do we open the doors to to just serving more people. And in I mean, what like I said, what inspires me is I want to take that agent that's selling you know three, four, five million a year, and I know I can instantly double them. But I think the important thing is not just, Hey, you know, selling more houses. It's the, it's having the sustainability to do it no matter what, like right now, you know, the market's really good, right? A lot of people can sell stuff. What happens when it changes again? Cause it will, it always does. Um, but I want to be able to create a career for somebody, not a job. Sure. And, and so having that, that sustainability and a platform that will always, every agent that's been on our team has done more business every year. They've been there and, and, you know, that, that doesn't exist in real estate everywhere, right? And and so it's a beautiful thing. And that's what inspires me is to, yes, recruit more people, but
0: to recruit them to provide them with the opportunity to do that. No, absolutely. You know, recruiting has been the, a, kind of a dubious thing for me too, because that, that, that's honestly um, pro- probably that whole 2015 transition for me. It's probably the thing that has confused me slightly the Well, not slightly. It's confused me the most. It's confused me a lot. You should have seen the look on his face. He's very confused by that. (laughs) I'm confused by my own statement. Um, No, no. So, like, agents have always been referred to me. They found me. Right. Right? They found me because I was being me, and, you know, hopefully that was something they wanted to be a part of. It sounds like it's very similar for you, but what sparked that comment was you saying I put a little effort into it. Well, that's kind of how I feel. I put a little effort into it. Like not a lot, just a little, like I I go, I do, I sell, I lead, I whatever. Um, But, and we've had some success with our recruiting efforts, drawing more people in. But truthfully, like probably the best thing we've ever done for recruiting has been this podcast. Yeah. Frankly. I mean, it's a, it's a way to amplify your voice and, People may not even consume it in large measure, but when they hear some of it and they like it, they want more. Right. And then it's given us an opportunity to just really just kind of expand that audience. And so what I found is other agents in this market start asking me questions. This starts by, oh, I get an email, oh, podcast is great, you know. And then, right, next thing you know, we're having coffee, and next thing you know, they're touring the office and sitting in on meetings, and it happens. That's the key, you know. When you mentioned sitting in on
2: meetings, so for us, um, I, you know, I just started reaching out to people, and here, <laughs> this is really funny. So, um, I put together a list of all of the agents in our marketplace that I liked, that I thought were good people. Don't Jay's got that on his wall. Really? So. <laughs> right in there. Yeah. Just people that I like. People that, here's what I looked at was, you know, I remember when I started in real estate, like anybody, right? I mean, bro, I didn't even have a tie. I had no <laughs> money. I went to TJ Maxx and put shit on layaway, literally. And and so I just, I remember the people that treated me good when I started, You know what I mean, and I remember the people that didn't, and 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 so same thing. You know, I treat even the new agents that you know take care of them the way you would anybody else. And so I put together this list of the people that I liked, and I just started emailing them, and I would send them videos and kind of start coaching them a little bit, whether they wanted it or not. (laughs) You know, a couple people deleted it, but not many. And then I and then I put on a a meeting outside of the office, off site where we did our team meeting first, and then we followed it up with a coaching session. And I didn't realize that was going to turn into recruiting. Yeah. I was just trying to share with these people. Um, But when they sat through our office meeting, like they were ready to join. Because they see the environment, they see the truth, right? Because I think people have a perception of us, and then they see the truth, and they're like, wow, I'm not getting any training, Uh, I'm not getting any inspiration. None of the support. None of the support. None of the none of the leads. None of I'm not getting anything. I've got a desk, four walls, and a key. (laughs) And that's if that. Well, and and look, this goes back to what you got a a desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a stand, but this goes back to what we talked about. And you know, I don't. It's not about throwing anybody under the bus. I just think that the real estate model, as a you know, in those specific spaces, are broken. You know, it's all about, hey, get get a heartbeat. In, I mean, literally, there's offices in our community. They'll put a sign out front that says, now hiring agents. Hmm. And it's like, so literally, I mean, it just like just, if, if you have a heartbeat. If you can fog up a mirror. Yeah, if you can fog up a mirror and, and flush the toilet, well, just, you got a job. Just
0: devalue yourself. Like, uh, that, that's the thing that, like, okay, so Gabe and I, we talk about value a lot. Every right. single episode, we talk about value. Well, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Every single episode, we talk about value. And there's nothing worse than a real estate company, a real estate agent, whatever, devaluing themselves. Yeah, we're now hiring signs devalue you. It's like you know why wouldn't they ask you for a discount on your commission? Like if exactly. you're if you're that much of a commodity, like why why would I pay you? Why why, <laughs> why would I? Um, it's and it's so funny, agents. I I literally I've got a spreadsheet in here on this computer right now, agents I like. Right. And uh, I got fed up with recruiting, literally, and I said, screw it. I'm just going to come up with an a-, a list of agents I like, and I'm going to call them. And, you know, this is so simple, and and I, I, I this would be a – I hope you do Honey, this. Honey, write this down. I hope <laughs> you do this because it would kill. Right. It has killed for us. Gabe knows where I'm going. I literally call them, and I say, hey, it's Jay Pitts. Not sure if you know, but I own Do they, a, do they say who? Who? Who are you? No, Jeff? usually they know me. If I like them, they at least they know. They say me. VJ Pitts? Get out of here. From, from the, the one resource and only the one and only. The one and only guy from Resource that gave makes sound look good. <laughs> anyway. Um no, I call them and I say, hey, I'm not sure because a lot of them a lot of them don't know I own a brokerage. Because I'm so the team brand is right. so is so is big. The brand, yeah. And they don't know I I'm a broker owner. And so, hey, not sure if you know, but I own a brokerage. Oh, really? Or yeah, yeah, I knew that. Whatever. Right. And I say, okay. I said, let me tell you about owning a brokerage. You kind of got to do some recruiting every once in a while, and I don't really like that. <laughs> I said, so here's where I'm going. I'm going to be very direct. I said, I like you. Um, I think you'd be a good fit at our office. And I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you because six months from now you're going to move brokerages and you're not going to call me because you didn't know I was interested and I'm going to be kicking myself. Mm. So I just want you to know I understand that agents don't leave good situations and they very seldom leave neutral situations. They right. really usually right. only leave bad ones. So if you find yourself in a bad situation and you need to make a move, call me and I we'll it. talk. I love it, right? You're That's literally s- it. You're not selling them. No. You're just opening the door. And I think that I need to do more
2: of that because, you know, uh, John Sheplack, who yes. said this, he said, does every agent in your marketplace know you want to recruit them? The answer is probably no, no, and if not they should exactly, and then and then we have at least to the then, ones you want <laughs> well that right, then we have to be very selective on who we bring in right are they yeah. a culture fit is hugely important, but it's you know it's funny you bring up the brand thing right because you know we were we're the John wentworth group you know we just happen to have the umbrella of Remax, and you know it's uh people will call it's kind of like the Zillow thing you know like people every lots of people complain about Zillow and I laugh because I'm like, well you know they're On the New York Stock Exchange, and you're saying the leads suck, but really you suck. Yeah. Right. And we had to do that self reflection because we had that moment where, you know, Zillow sucks. And then I said, no, we suck. And we fixed it. And, And, you know, now we've got one of the best conversion rates in the country. But back to the branding part of it is that they just beat us at our own game. Yeah. Right. And it's the same thing with the brokerages. You know, they've, the teams are starting to beat them at their own game.
0: Yeah. I agree. 110% I, 110% man I mean and, that, and that's the thing like they need to know your culture they need to know you're interested how you expect I, I don't know I don't know if I just thought because we have this big team and we do all this business <laughs> and it, it is you know it's kind of like you know it's basketball season right we just roll the balls out and people go play like right. I, I, they were just going to show up I think is what I thought and mm-hmm. that was dumb build it and they will come it was yeah. stupid of me to think that right like you got to show them for sure you know and you know what? you wouldn't like use that script And you open that door, you can't believe how many of them will take a step through right then. Yeah. Bam. And it's like, oh, okay. So this is a thing. Let's, let's do coffee. Like, let's, let's sit down, come to the office, sit in the meeting, do whatever, be a guest. Like, come on. Well, the other part, you know, for me being on a team, you know, our,
2: our splits, our setup are different. And, you know, people always go, oh yeah, but it's 50, 50. And, and I'm like, are you worried about your split or your 1099? That's exactly. You know what I mean like get over that part of it. And 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 here's the other part that I think in our industry the a failure for people in our industry is is their their ego gets in the way of good business decisions. No. Well, I don't want to put my name under John Wentworth's. Well, my name doesn't even matter. It's just a brand now that we've built in our community, right? People people would call me and complain to me about a realtor. And this is no bash on REMAX. I've, I have had a great career there. I loved everything about it. I learned a ton. Um, I enjoyed a lot of people inside of that industry. It's just, it's the next chapter. But people would call to me and complain to me about another REMAX agent that I've never <laughs> even met. I've never even met them. I don't even know who they are because yeah. they think that I, I get those own guys. it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just, to me, you know, I've always been into marketing and that's how we've really grown our business, right? I mean, when I sold my first house, I put money back into it and, you know, started doing things that no one else was doing in our marketplace and just to just to build the brand. And that's what everything is about right now. It's about building the brand. Yeah. You know, we just were blessed to to already be on that path without even really realizing what was going to become of
0: real estate. Okay. So, so let's talk about that then. Let's talk about let's talk about we, Gabe jokes because he says that there's a few words I say in every episode. Value is one tactical is the other. Mm-hmm. So let's there's get a, tactical. Sure. We need a t-shirt <laughs> for that one too. That's the other t-shirt. Let's, let's get tactical for a moment. So how do you build your brand? I mean, just w- one thing. I mean, obviously content marketing is a big thing. Yep. I mean, we, we heard about your shows and the video, the video blog is amazing. By the thank way. you. I thank saw thank that recently. Much. And, um, like you in the car with your daughter, oh, like, gosh, just I watched that I episode
2: and I just, you know, it, it, touches my heart. Um, and, and really, you know, this is for me, the bigger picture is, and I don't want to go deep into the, I mean, I don't care, but it's not my intent anyway is, you know, I'm very driven to share my story my life story, you know, my childhood, because I believe I can have a big impact on other people that have experienced the things that I've experienced. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's tough stuff. Um, and so that was part of that episode with her was I was speaking to, you know, a group at the church. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, I started to share a little bit of that, but I had to hold back because my daughter was there. But, I mean, that's the impact I want to have on people is is just, you know, when, when it's all said and done, those numbers aren't going to matter. No. You know, how many houses we sold aren't going to matter. Now, we inside of that, though, there's so many great relationships that are built. Oh. I mean, I look at my wife and I, probably all of our closest friends, we met through real estate early in the in the early stages. Hmm. You know, and I love that. That's That's yeah. awesome. And so... How do you build the brand? I well, think yeah, many just, ways.
0: No, well, give, give, give me give me one thing, tactical piece unique to you, something that has had a lot of impact. You know, I, I John, genuineness and inspiration is a big part of what you do. I know, I've heard your story. Sure, you know, um, you did. What is? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which story? Hold on. No, not, <laughs> no. So so talk talk just one thing what, what do you do what do you say to your team what do you I, I don't know give me something just give me something that is unique to you that is in the brand building space that lets the public know who your te- who your team is and what they're about i mean other than the t-shirt of <laughs> you know the t-shirt is new and
2: and, and all these you know the video and all those things are new right yeah. so so that's not how we built our brand no it's just that's next step that's next step I, you know i when i look back at how did we build this brand it I don't think you can turn a switch and build a brand. I think it takes a lot of time. I don't think there's a... Well, yes, there's enough money to build a brand, but we don't have it. Like, I always remember when... Remember when Gatorade first came out? And for a month, all they did was run this commercial with a damn G. (laughs) It's just a picture of a G and everybody's like, what is that? What is that? What is that? And then it became Gatorade. Um, So they had enough money to do that. We don't. You've got to do it through through... I believe doing good business over and over and over and over and over. And that's social what, proof. Yeah. And, and in real estate, to me, that's what builds a brand because, you know, again, anybody can sell a house, but not anybody can do it the right way. And that's what has longevity. And that's, to me, the only way that you can really, you know, people will, especially now, real estate's hot, right? Everybody wants to be a realtor. People will pop in, but the, but the ability to last, or I look at the people that were on top and fell off because of two reasons. One, the integrity aspect got in the way. Or number two, they stopped branding themselves. They stopped marketing. Uh, and I think that the marketing is probably the, like, like when things get bad, You scale back on a lot of things, but you don't scale back on marketing. So, one of the things that was huge for us is we bought a double full page ad in our local paper. And, you know, we're talking in the beginning, right? That was a big play to help us build that brand because nobody else was doing it. um, And it was in the middle. And so we were able to share hey, these are the homes for sale, and here's all the homes we sold. You know, and then in the holiday season, we do a four pager. And, and that was awesome. That really helped us grow, and this year we stopped doing that because that's just not where the where the eyes are anymore. You know, so I think it's just always, again, maybe this goes back to what I talked about earlier, You know, that self-reflection. You've got to always be able to look in the mirror, and, and how am I going to get better today? And you have to be able to do that with your business because when you think
0: that you're not uh, vulnerable, you're most vulnerable. Absolutely. So it's funny that you talked about the the double... The double page ad. So my my father's in the business. I grew up in the business. So much smaller town in Kentucky, about an hour south here. Excuse me. So um, 2005, um, number six in the Wall Street Journal. The the lists are much bigger now, but I don't know if it was like the top 100 then. He did 576 transactions or something. So he had double full page and 15 pages in the Holmes book. Fifteen pages twice a month in the Holmes book. I mean, that's where that's what we did it. It's how you build a brand. Um, you know, today people do it with content marketing. People do it with social media. I mean, we, we jumped on Facebook ads really early with no capture, or no right. nothing. Not trying to not trying to peel leads, and then we've done that too. But just trying to feed the public you know, the the I, perception I, of this brand. Yeah,
2: I think that's important too. I mean, you know, and we used to do that with the post, like postcards, sell a home, send the subdivision a postcard. That yeah. made sense and that worked. Yeah. And that still works, by the way. Yeah. Like if you have a tactical plan with that, so here's one that works, right? You sell a home. Well, first you list it. You market the heck out of it. Then you market that it's pending. Then you market that it's sold. And by the time yeah. you do that, you're listing the next one in the subdivision. Yeah, and that always works every time.
0: It, it absolutely does. It's it's. I mean, it's it's just breaking into you know a geographic form. So, but I I don't think I don't think it works without the first thing you said for sure. You know, and and that's that is you know really just doing good business and mm. I, and that goes back to an episode of a few weeks back. We we talked about leaving a lasting impression. Right. Right. And that lasting impression, that feel – I'm thinking about like the quote where they say, you know, people forget what you did, but they never forget how you made them feel. Right. Like I don't know that gets thrown around a lot or sure. whatever. I don't even know who said it. I think it was like my or something. Anyway. But they don't. <laughs> he, they, paint, he painted it. They, <laughs> they literally don't forget how you how right. you make them feel. So, um, dude, this is this has been really, really helpful. I, I, I think we're just about out of time, but I really would like – to maybe, you know, you're not going to try to get me to cry. Are you? No, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely not. It's not
2: very, it's not very hard. (laughs) I'm in in touch
0: with my feminine side. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've, I've I've asked you to get tactical. We've talked broad scale a lot. We could go forever. We could, yeah, we could. I mean, we we both, I'm sure like to talk, um, (laughs) which by the way, my wife is a supreme introvert and she just turns tunes me out. Um, I mean, if there is one piece of advice to a brand new agent getting in the business, oh yeah, that can look and say that guy sold a hundred million dollars in real estate, and I want to get there one day. So I call I call this the finished
2: product syndrome. Right? People see you or me or Gary V or whoever it is, and Tom they, Ferry, Tom Ferry, and they, they 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 that's what they see that finished product, and instantly they think they're going to become that. Right. And it's impossible, right? And again, if you had the money to do it, you would still have to have the integrity uh, and the drive and the grit to back it. So I guess I didn't even
0: let you finish, but
2: <laughs> that pops out at me right no, away.
0: no, I think I think I think you got it. I, I I think I think what you're saying and tell me if I'm wrong is don't expect it to happen overnight. You got to do the work. I mean, even on our team, you join our team, you're getting leads the first day.
2: You still got to do the work. And I think what a lot of these people probably wouldn't realize, too, is if they got a chance to
1: ask you if you thought you were the finished product, oh, hell I, no. I bet your answer would not be yes. Not even close. These people look at these people that they think are the finished product, like you said, but it's always, always a work in progress.
0: So yeah. that's something Gabe, that, I mean, Gabe, Gabe, would, Gabe could, could tell you a lot about me. He's, right. witnessed, he's witnessed a lot over the last, oh, what is it, five years? Yeah, almost. Almost five years. So, I mean, they they tell me all the time, and I don't know if this is a – a compliment or a cut down, but they, turn the, they hold on. Let me like, turn the cameras off. I they say I hate to be your brain.
2: Mm-mm. Like
0: your brain exhausts me because it's like my brain is always people on say a that treadmill. To
2: me. How do you how do you do this? You know, I mean, I this is just life. I, I closed 100 last year myself. You know, and it's like well, it's just what you do. And I think people, you know. Even on our team, as plentiful as the leads are, as much support as there is, you know, people in real estate ride that roller coaster, right? Get a bunch of deals pending, chill out. Oh shit. Get a bunch of deals pending, chill out. And really, what we're trying to focus on is you got to be in love with the process, not whether you sold a house or not. Right. You've got to be in love with the process and grind. If you grind every day, it's not a grind. It's only a grind when you go screw off after you've got three or four pending and think you've got it made. Absolutely. And so the, to me, that's the key. You've got to have you know that just that constant grind to work hard and to, and to just do the right thing over and over and over.
0: The start and stop is what kills you. Oh, for sure. Man, John, it's been it's been real, man. It's been awesome. Um, first first res- inaugural resource in studio guest. yep yes, yes. Um, so nobody can ever take that away. Well,
2: I mean, you got to feel great too. <laughs> oh, you know, love someone it. drove from out of state to come to <laughs> my podcast. Hey, it's been a big <laughs> month, man. <Yeah. laughs> good, we, we had, had are... our
0: first our first uh, international, international guest. guest. Love yeah. it. So no, um, we we really appreciate it, man. I know. Um, everything I see you do comes from a place of value. That's what we're all about here. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you making the time. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. It's you know been just awesome. just uh, stopping by and, and kind of blessing our listeners with with some some tidbits on how you do what you do is really really cool. Um, but folks, we got to end it here. Unfortunately, we John and I can go all night, but uh, I know we got to let him get on to his, uh, his other endeavors. But we really appreciate you uh, tuning in. As always, visit resourcepodcast.net. Become a qualified subscriber. As Gabe and I have been mentioning, our gear list for the podcast is there. Pictures, links, explanations, everything you need to start a podcast of your own is on the website. Well, it's not on the website. You have to become a qualified subscriber, and then we send it to you. But um, don't forget to uh, subscribe on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Give us a like. Give us a review. We appreciate all your support. Absolutely. See you guys next time. Peace out.